Hey loves, welcome back to Dose of Farm Life Podcast, a health and lifestyle related podcast for everyone to learn, share, connect, and have fun. I'm your host, Esinam. And now to today's episode. In today's episode, I'll be talking about breast cancer, just as I said in last week's episode. Um, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, hence the need to talk about it. So first and foremost, what is breast cancer? So basically, breast cancer is a condition in which the cells in the breast grow out of control. Now, there are three main parts of the breast. We have the lobules, the ducts, and connective tissue. The lobules are glands that produce milk. The ducts are tubes which carry milk to the nipple and then the connective tissue, just as the name suggests, surrounds and holds everything together. Now for most cancers, the, most of the breast cancers, they begin in the ducts or the lobules. However, breast cancer can spread to other parts outside the breast and this happens through blood vessels and lymph vessels. So when this occurs, we say that the cancer has metastasized. That is when it spreads to other parts outside the breast. There are various forms of breast cancer, some of which are more common than others. We have the invasive and non-invasive types. The invasive ones are so-called because they can spread to other parts of the body. And for the non-invasive type, the cancer cells are found only in the lining of the ducts and in this case have not spread to other tissues in the breast. So how would you know that you have a breast cancer? Just as human beings are so different, the symptoms of a breast cancer can vary from person to person and some people may not even show these signs. But some of the warning signs of breast cancer include a lump in or near the breast or even in the underarm areas you could have a change in the size or shape of the breast you could see a discharge from the nipple so a discharge other than breast milk so blood blood is inclusive if you see blood also pain in any area of the breast or a swelling or thickening of a part of the breast again just as many just as many other diseases the symptoms i have mentioned are not limited to breast cancer alone these symptoms can happen with other conditions which may not even be a cancer so please bear this in mind and if you have any symptoms that worry you you can report to your doctor so this may bring up a question in the minds of people that is what then is a normal breast so that when a change happens i'll be able to notice it well the answer to that is there is no typical good typical breast everyone's normal is different and unique to them most women have lumps in their normal breasts so it is up to you to know when a change what a change feels or looks like now a person's risk is dependent a person's risk of getting breast cancer is dependent on a combination of factors but the main ones include being a woman and also increasing age 
also having a risk factor or some of the risk factors does not necessarily mean that you will get a cancer some people may have these risk factors and may not even get um, a breast cancer so now let's delve a bit into what the risk factors until we have them modifiable risk factors and the non-modifiable ones so what the, what these mean is that risk factors you can do something about you can change and those you cannot change so examples of the non-modifiable risk factors are age so increasing age women above 50 have a higher risk of getting breast cancer also genetic mutations if you have a mutation in your breast cancer gene that is brca1 and brca2 so you have a higher risk of getting breast and ovarian cancer again if you have a family history of breast or ovarian cancer you at a greater risk so a family history that is if you have a first degree relative having breast or ovarian cancer so your mother your maternal aunt maternal grandmother you stand a greater risk of get also getting breast cancer again if you have been exposed to radiation so radiation especially to the chest or breast you also have a risk of getting breast cancer now onto the modifiable risk factors these include being obese or overweight drinking alcohol and physical inactivity and certain hormone replacement therapy if you're on hormone replacement therapy including both estrogen and progesterone you also have a higher risk of getting breast cancer now there are things you can do to help lower your risk by taking care of your health in the following ways so what you can do is to exercise regularly maintain a healthy weight limit or stop alcohol intake and if possible breastfeed your children when you have children breastfeed your children now doing these things i have mentioned basically that staying healthy not only will help you lower your risk but will also give you a better chance of survival if the cancer occurs now there is this plenty talk about breast cancer screening breast cancer screening simply means checking a woman's breast for cancer before any signs or symptoms show up those screening will not prevent the development of the cancer it will help detect it early and this is important because at that stage it would be much easier to treat now concerning the screening of the breast there are various options available each with its risk and benefits which must be discussed with your doctor in order to choose the most appropriate for you so there is let's go on to some of the examples of the screening method so there is a mammogram which is an x-ray of the breast now this type of screening helps find cancer cells before it gets big to cause any symptoms there is also mri that's magnetic resonance imaging which uses magnets and radio waves to get images of the breast this is used alongside mammograms in high-risk people now other less invasive exams include a clinical breast exam now in this exam a doctor or a nurse uses his or her hands to feel for lumps and other changes in the breast once again though these examinations are available it is important to be familiar with how your breast look and feel so that it would be way easier to notice any change 
think currently a lot of some hospitals are offering free um, breast cancer screening so you can do well to pass by those facilities to get your breast screened now next thing i will talk about is of course the treatment now the treatment of breast cancer is dependent on the kind of breast cancer and also the spread that is how far it has spread most of the time the treatment is a combination of what the, the things i'm going to state so there is surgery of course where the cancer cells are removed there is also chemotherapy which is a use of chemicals in the form of medicines drugs to kill the cancer cells or even shrink them then we also have hormone therapy where you are given hormones which will block the cells the breast cancer cells and not allow them to grow and also there's radiation therapy where high energy rays are used to kill the cancer cells so these treatment options are available now onto something about breast cancer which raised an alarm when i shared when i shared it on social media that is a social the daily social media post i sent out on breast cancer <laughs> some people in fact a lot of people were very concerned and you may be wondering what it is i am driving at but some of you may have also gotten the hint already <laughs> so the thing which sparked a lot of interest in many people was that men can get breast cancer <laughs> yes men can get breast cancer although rare it is rather unfortunate that men can also get breast cancer to some very interesting statistics about one out of every hundred breast cancers diagnosed in the united states is found in a man if you ask me about the case for ghana to be honest i don't know because it is not that easy to get such statistics in ghana now just as women show symptoms the men also have symptoms which include a lump or swelling in the breast irritation of the breast skin discharge as well from the nipple or pain in the nipple area so those are some of the symptoms men can show also just as i said much much earlier these symptoms can happen with other conditions which may not be a cancer so please bear that in mind so there are also several factors that can increase a man's risk of getting breast cancer and these include age so increasing age also genetic mutations in the genes that protect the breast that protect the breast against cancer so that's a brca1 and brca2 genes again a family history of breast cancer radiation therapy if the man has been exposed to radiation especially in the chest area also stands a risk of getting breast cancer there is also Klinefelter syndrome now this is a rare genetic condition in which a male has an extra x chromosome now i don't know if you know this but men have x and y chromosomes so if a man presents an extra x chromosome what this means is that the man's body will make higher levels of the female sex hormone estrogen as compared to the male androgen hormones so this person also stands a greater risk of getting breast cancer again if a man is overweight or obese stands a risk of getting breast cancer also conditions affecting the testicles which may include an injury swelling or even a surgery to remove the testicles may increase breast cancer risk in men 
Now, treatment in men is the same as women. It's the same as women. So, their radiation therapy, their chemotherapy, surgery, all those things is the same done in men. So, to the conclusion of this episode, I will conclude this episode with a little something about breast self-exam. So first and foremost, make it routine. So when you make it a routine, that is the more you do it, the more you will learn about your breast and the easier it will be to notice if something changes. Now make it a habit of doing a self-exam at least once a month to familiarize yourself with your own breast. Now when examining, do it several days after your period ends because by then your breasts are less likely or at least likely to be swollen and tender. Two, get to know your breasts different neighborhoods. Now there are different neighborhoods in the breast. There are some neighborhoods or areas which have more prominent bumps and lumps such as the upper and outer areas near your armpit. Now the lower half and the nipple areas also have a different feel. So you have to get to know how those different neighborhoods look and feel like. Now onto the third, the last and definitely not the least point. You can keep a record of your findings each time, especially when you first start the examinations. So this will help you remember what is normal in quotes for your breast from month to month and what they feel like at certain times of the month because your breasts feel different at different times of the month. Changes occur, lumps come and then disappear as the body also changes with the menstrual cycle. So you could keep a journal of your findings each time so that you familiarize yourself with how your breasts look and feel like so that when any change occurs, you would be able to notice it. Once again, early detection uh, makes everything much easier. Once you detect um, these lumps early or these cancer cells early, it would be much easier to treat your breast cancer. So please take note of this. And yeah, so that brings me to the end of today's episode. I hope you've learned a thing or two. And please do well to share this episode with others so that they would also learn and help create awareness about breast cancer. And if you haven't followed my Instagram page, please do follow. And the name of the page is Dose of Farm Life. I share content relating to my podcast and basically about health. So please do well to follow. Yeah. And until next time, bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. Connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, WhatsApp, and email. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, stay blessed. Bye.